It's difficult to have a conversation about design in Finland without one name being mentioned. Alvar Aalto's creative fingerprints can be found on buildings, artworks, furniture and textiles all across the country. But one structure, considered Aalto's most famous, was also an experiment in what mass housing could be and a demonstration of what it lacked at that time. You're listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode, Petri Burtsov takes us to Finland's west coast to explore Villa Marea. Perched on top of a hill surrounded by coniferous forests of western Finland stands Villa Marea. Its facade is a combination of white stone and organic wooden forms, which make it both stand out from, but also blend in with its lush surroundings. Villa Marea was designed by the famed Finnish architect Alvar Aalto and is considered a career-defining work for one of the world's most celebrated modernist architects. The canon of Aalto's work consists of public buildings where his creative vision can be said to have been constrained both by budgets as well as the stringent requirements for public buildings. Villa Marea, which Aalto builds for his friends, the wealthy industrialist couple Harry Gulliksen and Maire Gulliksen ne Alström, on the other hand, is the purest manifestation of Aalto's architectural philosophy and vernacular. In designing Villa Marea, Aalto was given an almost unlimited budget and more creative freedom than he was used to. This resulted in new forms and innovations that would have a major impact on Aalto's style in the years to come, and therefore also the Finnish urban landscape. Today Villa Marea is in private use by the Alström family. Here is Niklas Alström explaining how the building came to life. The family wanted Alto to sort of consider it as an experimental house, which gave him a lot of free reign to uh, use a lot of his ideas in bringing in the natural world into the space. So the building itself is surrounded by beautiful pine forests and Alto designed, for example, the pillars of the staircase to mimic the pine forest, which is located outside of the building. Alto was by far uh, both a humanist architect and brought nature into the building and functionalism. And I think all of these are highlighted in the building itself uh, through the Japanese-inspired architecture that is evident in the garden and the entrance to the actual building itself. These are sort of instrumental in what they wish to accomplish with the construction of the villa itself. For Aalto, Villa Marea marked a shift from clear-cut functionalism that had propelled him into international stardom to a more organic form of modernism and one that was rooted strongly in Finnish tradition and nature. The building's design is used to blur the boundaries between the outside world and the inside of the structure. Its large windows and ample use of wood such as teak and pine and its undulating free-flowing shape stand in a stark contrast to the clean lines and the rational spatial choices of Scandinavian functionalism. The interiors were largely designed by Aldo's wife Aino and continue in the same vein. Pillars made of wood resemble the pine forests that envelop the building and the shapes and textures are used to create a harmonious ambience. In fact, Villa Marea was Aldo's thinly veiled mockery of the rigid architecture of his time, architecture that he believed lacked humanity and artistic expressions. 
Villa Mairea was to him as much a work of art as it was mere architecture. Such is the building's influence on both Aalto's later work, as well as the Finnish architecture in the 20th century, that many of the elements and styles that Aalto had toyed with found their way into the mainstream and as such shaped the built environment in Finland for decades to come. They really saw uh, Marea as an experiment to use these ideas in mass housing. Aalto maybe felt that housing lacked individual touches that often made buildings very impersonal. The Villa Maria is more modern in that sense, as it emphasizes function above perhaps a certain ideology. It really was a shift between functionalism into more of an organic modernist style of architecture, which, as evident in the villa itself, it really fuses Finnish and Japanese cultures and architectural styles and elements that you can see from everything from the entrance hall to the beautiful gardens around the building. And I think that really represents Alto's striving to connect the external natural world to the built environment. I mean, this is also evident in the urban plans of Seinäjoki and Rovaniemi, for example. Alto was a functionalist that highly valued human-centric design. This is evident in everything from small door handles to window handles at the Villa Marea to the city plans and different designs that he created throughout his lifetime. Closeness of nature was a very important part of Alto's architecture, and he brought that to all of his buildings, and it still has a profound impact on Finnish architecture to this day. I think bringing this nature and the play of light into spaces really set him apart from other modernist architects of that era. 21st century architects could learn a thing or two about Villa Marea's human-centric and non-conformist approach when designing both private homes as well as public buildings for our cities. One size fits all is almost never the correct way to design, and people like their built environment to surprise and to stoke their artistic senses. Tall Stories is a monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was written by Petri Burtsov and produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, City Lovers. City Lovers.